welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group Podcast. I'm Chris, and my hope is with this podcast is to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with the issue of neuropathy. Hello and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, it's another Monday, and how is everybody doing? I'm doing fairly better now today than I was yesterday. Uh, Let me give you a little breakdown of what took place yesterday. For the first time in a year and a half, I finally left my house. Now, the reason why I did this was I was in my house for this long because of the COVID. Um, You know, with us having neuropathy and some other issues, you know, we have underlying problems that we don't want to get the COVID especially because it's just too dangerous. So, yeah, I've been in my house this whole time. So... Finally, I decided to go out, and the first place I went to, which was the first place I wanted to go, was church. It just seemed like everything had changed, you know, the way that everything's conducted, and and the social distancing, the masks, it's just, it was a little different, but I really needed to go there, and it was a great place to go on my first time out. I hope everyone else has an experience like that uh, in the coming months, coming year as we wind down, hopefully, on this COVID-19 pandemic. So first off, I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. And please, post your feedback in my Facebook page. It's really appreciated, and your invitation will help this podcast grow. We need to get the word out about neuropathy so we can teach others that don't understand what is what we go through every single day. All right, so let's get to some of the questions. But before we do that, um, today's the day that I start my new review. I'm going to be using the Hemp Emu for this week, which does have some CBD in it. So this one's at 500 milligrams. Now, when it comes to this product itself, there are different variants. You've got the cream. You got a roll-on gel, you've got the gummies, and you also have some of the product is in the glass uh, bottle that has the eyedropper in it also, that you use to place it underneath your tongue. So keep in mind also that these products do cost a lot of money. Uh, the one I got was $40, but it can go as high as $197 for the same cream, but it just has, uh, of course, more CBD in it. It's at about a 5,000 milligrams when the one that I'm using is only 500 milligrams. So you can see the difference. But, you know, getting those high-end products is kind of expensive for me to do since I'm buying these products on my own. You know, a lot of the reading that I uh, see posted on the various different Facebook pages that I have for neuropathy, 
I see that a lot of people want to know how you can go about buying these products. It's not that difficult as you think, you know. Um, like this one right here, their website is www.hempemu.com. So like I said, it's not really that difficult to purchase these items online and have them sent to your house. So that'll be the product that I start today. So let's just jump right into our first question here. Which sandals are best for a neuropathy patient? This person says, I'm just wondering how many of you have a narrow and flat foot? Just trying to get a pair of nice spring and summer sandals. I am having a very hard time trying to find shoes for my feet. I have checked under Dr. Scholl's and Naturalizer shoes and Easy Spirit. But each brand that I look at has a high price. This person continues to go on and says, I'm giving up on trying to find a comfortable pair of shoes. I'm tired of living in my tennis shoes each and every single day. Any suggestions would be appreciated. So I did a little bit of investigating online, which I know everyone else can do, but that's what I'm doing. That's my job here is to find the best things that are going to be able to be used for neuropathy. So the best 10 uh, sandals out of this year, 2021, are first, the diabetic sandals, the best overall for women. It's from OrthoFeet. It's called the Malibu Two-Way Strap Orthopedic Leather Sandals, which can be bought on Amazon. And I think the thing that makes them the most best is the um, ortho cushion, the padding that's inside there, because there's no pressure points. It's stretchable and it also has good arc support. So that is the number one choice for women. And the second here is the diabetic sandals for men, and this is the best overall. It's also from OrthoFeet. It's the Cambria Heel Strap Orthopedic Sandals. Just like the women's sandal, this one also has all the special features. The arc booster, the fabric and the foam, and it's relaxable and comfortable fit. So, number three is the most comfortable diabetic neuropathy sandal. This one comes from um, the Hormen non-biting adjustable comfort sandals with three cushioning insoles. This one was rated the most comfortable in 2021 now. You're going to find that all these have the same, uh, you know, support, multi-layer cushioning, smooth light inner lying. They're pretty much all the same. Now let's move on here to number four, which is going to be the extra wide women's sandals for diabetes and neuropathy. And this one comes from Profet Travel Active Extended. And this one is a padded foot uh, bed sandal. This one looks pretty nice. Um, it also has the micro lining, crucible insoles. This one's good for traveling, so I guess you can walk. This one's more durable and it has a good traction on it. A lot of these that I'm talking about, you can get them on Amazon itself, but I'll make sure I post this site right here to my, um, my Facebook page. So number five is going to be the extra wide for men sandals for uh, diabetes and neuropathy. Now these look look fairly well. So do the uh, women's in this same description here. They look real comfortable just by the picture. But uh, they also have a thermal rubber outsole, foam padded footbed. This one here is 100% quality leather. Now when you go on to Amazon, you're going to see that it's, these are rated five stars. So a lot of these are good products. And it gives you the full description, uh, more than what I'm saying here. One thing that's good about these two, the uh, sizes vary. There's a wide choice to choose from, too. The sizes go from 8 to 15. So now number six, we get down into the uh, outdoor and hiking sandals. 
This is the best one for women, and it's for diabetics. This is almost like the shoe that I am wearing right now that I got. It has all the um, insoles. There's like one insole, two spacers in the very bottom. So this one looks just like the same ultimate comfort I have, but this one is a sandal, so it is opened up. Uh, not at the toes, though. And then this one right here also says that it's uh, good for hiking and outdoor activities. What's also nice about these shoes is uh, states right here that they offer full feet protection against blisters, irritations, and injuries. Their ergonomic design is specifically thought for people with diabetes and neuropathy. When you get a chance to look at this one, I post on my Facebook page. Um, go ahead and look over all the, um, the product descriptions on this product right here on this sandal. They look pretty good. I think this one should be in the number one range, actually. And one thing also I'm noticing right here that um, in regards to the cons of this product, you're looking at a price of about $119. Again, that's on Amazon itself. I guess it's 20% off if you buy it on their own website, too. And finally, we have the men's version of the outdoor and hiking uh, sandal. This shoe pretty much has all the same uh, design um, descriptions. It has everything almost the same as the uh, women's outdoor sandal is, too. But this one... Again, comes in the sort of sizes, which are going to be a lot larger. And these are also around the same uh, price point. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. There is still one more left. And a lot of people ask for these about the Crocs. This is the best Crocs for diabetics. It's a Neria Pro 2 Light Ride Clogs. So this sandal was just released recently, it says right here. And it says that it's the far most protective Croc model for diabetes. And the toes and the heels are enclosed for greater feet protection. Enclosed Crocs are specifically suited for neuropathy, sensitive, blistering, low healing skin. So there is a clog out there for everyone. And also, there's also Birkenstocks sandals for diabetics. Again, I'll post this on my Facebook page and also on my Twitter page. There's actually a lot to cover there, but I don't have a lot of time left, so I want to get into some of these other questions that were asked. So the next question was, I suffer with twitches all over my body. Does anybody have any ideas of what's causing it and what I can do? Let me kind of break it down first for you in regards to the twitching. You tell your muscles what to do without thinking about it, but sometimes they do their own thing. They might pulse or contract and can't relax. Twitches and spasms are most common in the thighs, calves, hands, arms, belly, ribcage, and the arches of your feet. They can involve part of, part of a muscle or all of it or a group of muscles. And it says here doctors aren't always sure why they happen, but a few uh, common triggers can set them off. So I'm not going to get into the descriptions of all these, but I'll just run them down real quick. Uh, some of you may uh, deal with eyelid twitching. Another reason why you may get twitches is because you may be low in electrolytes, which is uh, the minerals like potassium and magnesium. You need Your body needs those in order to work properly. Maybe also you may not be drinking enough water. But then again, it's not just the water sometimes. When you sweat a lot or lose body uh, fluids when you're sick, you also lose electrolytes. Another common reason for the twitching muscles. Stress can cause twitching and spasms. Too much caffeine, lack of sleep or exhaustion, 
maybe you're out of shape. Sometimes your medication can do the same thing, which is what my doctor tells me is that that's why you have the twitches. And let me read uh, what it says here. If you have high blood pressure or heart disease, your doctor may put you on water pills, also called diuretics. They make you pee more, which lowers the amount of potassium in your body and can bring on muscle spasms. Other medications like some antidepressants can cause twitches also. Epilepsy and uh, psychosis drugs may make the eyelid twitch, which happens to me quite often. So uh, I pretty much have gotten used to it. So also uh, one thing that I never even heard of before, but it's called serotonin syndrome. And what this is, is your muscles are twitching within a few hours of taking a new drug or changing your dose, call your doctor. You might have this condition which happens when some medications, drugs, and supplements cause too much of the brain chemical serotonin to build up in your body. And this is a very serious condition that usually comes with very high fever and other symptoms. And this is something that you would need to see your doctor immediately. Also, there's um, ALS, pinched spinal nerves, which is uh, an issue I have now that I found out last year. Neuropathy, of course. This is a new one here. It's called Isaac Syndrome. This is a rare condition. It happens when your nerves keep sending signals that make your muscles move, even though your brain or spinal cord isn't telling them to. That causes muscle twitches, cramps, and stiffness. It may also make your muscles ripple, like something is moving under your skin, also known as Isaac's Syndrome. Oh man, there's many times that my, my skin has felt like that too, where it's crawling. I think that happens uh, with my legs at night when I'm ready to go to bed. Um, that's when I take my um, restless leg syndrome uh, medication, but that's what it feels like. And finally, uh, the last one here is your eyes. You may find it harder to control their movement or to focus on uh, objects causing blurred or double vision. So there's like 17 of them. I didn't read them all. Um, but you can check on WebMD, and again, I will make sure that this is posted on my Facebook page. I do have some more questions here, but it looks like I'm going to have to use them for the next episode. But, like I said, today I'm going to start the Hemp EMU, and I'll give you my uh, review on that next week. This turned out to be a good podcast, and I hope you guys got something out of it. So if any of you have any additional information... Or if there's something you want me to talk about, just drop a line right here on my Facebook page and I will get right back to you on my next podcast. Well, it looks like our time has come to a close for this episode. But you can find the episodes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. It's my hope that these podcasts and other sources, such as the product reviews that we have discussed today, can help better our lives and give us some relief dealing with profit. Be strong, be safe, and don't give up. And always remember, it does not matter how slowly you go, as long as you just don't stop. And again, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again next Monday.